76% of traffic off Google comes from the organic results. Coming from For those Aria. of you who, throw, who are thinking, before I said that, that everybody just clicks on the ads, nope. Yeah, and I said this on one or two others, but I want to say it again, and I talk about it daily when I talk to potential clients. Um, but I'll have this comment made at least once a week, and someone will say, well, everybody's clicking on the ads up at the top. And, I, and now you know what I'll say? I'll say, but you don't click on the ads. And I said, do you? And they're like, well, no. I said, I don't click on the ads. I mean, I might sometimes, but probably about 24% of the time I might. It depends but on what category I'm on. That's a tactic yeah. I've used for my entire web design career is when people wanted to do banner ads or something on yeah. their own site. It's like, what, I would always you say, don't like when's the last time you clicked on one of those? Yeah, so, so like, people will call oh. up. So the general business person watching this says, well, I've got to be up there. And I'm not dogging it. We never yeah. we're, we want to be able to help you sell you ad space. But we're right. talking about organics and the actual stati statistics that are here is that 76% still are going organically, whether it's your organic uh, keyword rankings, your map placement, which is organically affected, guys, and um, very organically affected. Let's add that yeah, one to primarily, the list. Primarily. Yeah, um, primarily organically <laughs> affected. Hey there, guys. It is Nolan and Jason here for Plumbing Webmasters. Howdy. Um, today we're going to talk about SEO mistakes to avoid in 2019. Many and, of uh, which are the same SEO mistakes you should have avoided in 2018, <laughs> but we have to tell you this every year. Uh, there's a few changes, <laughs> a, a few changes here. So, uh, I mean, uh, some obvious stuff is like cheap template-based sites, right? Yeah, that's... And that so, should be so far off everybody's radar by now. It's not, though. But it's not, I mean, but he, it should he, be. He's, he dismisses it because he's a creative director here, but, <laughs> um, but um, like, why? why? Why is it, why should they be avoided? I don't know. They suck. No, I, it's the same because stuff. Because it's, it's not the same stuff, and it's... Well, it's the same stuff we talk about in here all the time. Yeah, it's the same things yeah. we talk about. But tell them, and they don't know. It's... <laughs> A one-size-fits-all approach is is not good for anybody's marketing, and that's what you know your cheap template-based stuff is going to do. It's from an SEO to, perspective, yeah, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. From yeah. an SEO perspective, they're made they're made to look pretty, which is nice and all, but on the back-end performance, that's not really considered because they're actually made to allow somebody who doesn't know how to put a website together right. to put a website together. And that creates compromises and so let me SEO explain that. So, so the compromise is is that those are made so that anybody can go in and manipulate data, but they basically get to block people out of code base that helps Google parcel data. Exactly. And when they do that and frame it in, it basically keeps you from uh, doing the great things that you could optimize with. Plus, the code base isn't. I mean, it's just it's not written that way. So it's right. actually written to, written to strip all that out. So it's yeah. very. And I could name some of these really large companies, but I won't. Um, but you, you know, the, you know these, who they are. These name brand um, kind of lick and stick deal uh, websites, or the really cheap ones. I mean, you just throw up a template and have it set up, and it might look okay. But it's it's literally by nature, it's a content uh, client management system, a CMS system, and it's stripped of all goodness so that you won't bungle around and screw up the whole yeah. thing. I mean, a lot of yeah. them, frankly, look great, but yeah. looking great is not the end-all be-all on a website. It's so got to perform I, on the back end. It's got, to, it's got to work for you at the level you can't see. I had somebody call me that was going after and plumbing a relatively obscure thing. I think it might have been, or not obscure, but this, the whole site went for one thing. 
and um, they were had gotten one of these websites and put like 100 pages on it, but and then their rankings were falling, and they're like, well, why are my rankings falling? It's like, well, you have you've done a lot of work, but you have the very cheapest websites you could possibly have, yeah. and your other competitors had started to do other stuff. And it was a little smaller town, so for a while they had optimized. Yeah. And then it had gone down, and I was like, well, they favor being able to tell what the heck is on the website. And the code base inside there, like the schema, semantic markup, the structured URLs, siloed, parent-child format, we talk about that all the time. Right. But all those things help Google parcel data, and all these other, these templates are literally the antithesis of that. They, they literally do and the- that's, that's our $50 yeah. word for the yeah. day. We say it pretty often, yeah. um, Google rewards not just work, but skilled work, proper work. But because and so that they can see, it's, it's mainly just so they can tell what's going on. I, right, and yeah. uh, there's a guy here in the office that uh, I really like working with who calls it uh, signals. I, I call it points and gray, a grade. But I think, I think it signals is, you know, Google gets signals and they also, so some things they, they don't really penalize much anymore. They just give credit. They right. they penalty has kind of been replaced with ignoring, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's they either give you credit or they or ignore they ignore you. it. So they ignore you or they give it credit. Um, um, that was that leads in the next one: ignoring organic. So so we're gonna well, that's just crazy. We're gonna include a lot of stuff here <laughs> that we've brought into some other uh, ones recently. So this will be a compilation. But what yeah. did we hear at a conference? about a month ago now. 76% of traffic off Google comes from the organic results. Coming from For those already. of you who, throw, who are thinking, before I said that, that everybody just clicks on the ads. Nope. Yeah, and I said this on one or two others, but I want to say it again, and I talk about it daily when I talk to potential clients. Um, but I'll have this comment made at least once a week, and someone will say, well, everybody's clicking on the ads up at the top. And, I, and now you know what I'll say? I'll say, but you don't click on the ads. I said, do you? And they're like, well, no. I said, I don't click on the ads. I mean, I might sometimes, but probably about 24% of the time I might. It depends but on what category I'm on. That's a tactic yeah. I've used for my entire web design careers when people wanted to do banner ads or something on yeah. their own site. It's like, what, I would always you say, don't like when's the last time you clicked on one of those? Yeah, so, so like, people oh. call up. So the general <laughs> business person watching this says, well, I've got to be up there. And I'm not dogging it. We never, yeah. we're, we want to be able to help you sell you ad space. But we're right. talking about organics and the actual st statistics that are here is that 76% still are going organically, whether it's your organic uh, keyword rankings, your map placement, which is organically affected, guys, and um, very organically affected. Let's add that yeah, one to primarily, the list. Primarily. Yeah, um, primarily organically <laughs> affected. But um, they don't... Um, Anyway, ignoring organic is a mistake because the vast majority of people are clicking on it and the knee jerk that everybody wants to say is that they're all up there clicking on the ads and that's just not true. I'll give you something else about this and it's, it's slightly off topic but not much. I was reading a blog this morning um, and it was stating how there's actually, it are still less or, uh, paid spots on, on Google than there used to be. So they, they, because they took down the sidebar, if you ask, if you add the sidebar, oh, yeah. yeah, so everyone bitches about it nonstop, <laughs> but if you, if you take into account that they used to have a sidebar on the side, which- Yeah, we, it was two or three ads up here, 
two or three on the bottom. On the sidebar. Yeah, and, and two or three and like on the eight on the side or something, <clears throat> yeah, right? Yeah, all, all, all the way down So if you eight. calculate in the sidebar, they had to change the design to go to um, mobile friendly. Yeah, mobile first. So that it, yeah, it's mobile first. Yeah, and so when they did that, they lost a ton of ads, and only recently did they add back in a few. Yeah. And so majority are still organic. If you're thinking anything else or not messing with it, it's a huge mistake. And let's lead into mapping on that. Is mapping organically affected? Mapping is an organic result, yeah. uh, with the exception of the paid map ads. Uh, exception of the paid. So, paid. for we example, to this is somebody with a ton of, ton of. Um, I'm sorry, my brain just went off to some. Uh, <laughs> it's something funny, but it's not relevant to the. So something with like a, um, if your map shows up on there and somebody with a ton of reviews and they're not in the top three, it's like why it's because they're missing all these other signals or points or grades, right? right? So you're missing doing regular work on your site or content changes, blogging, citations, uh, linking, all this other yeah. stuff. All so. things being equal, your map result is affected by two things, your location and your organic effort. So those are the two factors. So I've got something to go and of on. Of course, the organic after effort is itself about 100 different factors. But. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds, <laughs> if not thousands. I mean, the algorithm gets smarter and adds more little signals all the time, yeah, right? Constantly. So I've got something that's interesting here that'll lead into the next one. Do we protest to be smarter than the group of people at Google? Not to their faces. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We we don't. No, we really we just don't. we follow we rules. Don't. We we follow rules and then do as many signals for the client as we can. Right. You cannot fool Google. We were at a conference recently, yeah. and one of the very uh, very good speakers made a big point of actually screaming at the audience, "Stop trying to fool the nerds at Google." Yeah, they're and they're way smarter agree. than and then the, and then the AI of the algorithm. Are we smarter than the AI of the algorithm? No, we're not. And so so we're we're extremely skilled at what we do, and we do a lot of things for the client. And literally hundreds of things when we launch a client are on our proprietary software, right, to right. help launch them, right. so that you get all the signals to help move up in ranking. Why then does the business owner think that one person they hire is smarter than us? So the next thing on the list is relying on That's an in-house myself constantly. An in-house marketer. <laughs> yeah. So name some. I can name a bunch, but name some stuff that an in-house marketer can't do that we can do. Uh, most of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like the code like the code base for the design. Yeah. Yeah, do they, the, the thing is, your in-house marketing person, they, they may have their marketing degree, they may even know marketing, they may be a really smart kid, don't get me wrong, but that one person cannot do what my 20 people back there can do. Yeah, so they don't, they don't know, they're not an expert schema coder, they don't do structured content to the degree that we do. We literally get degreed people only that already were writers that were vetted out with an editor on staff in continual training. Right. And it changes all the time, and, and uh, right now we're doing extremely structured deep dive content, like right. lots of words. Yeah, uh, Google had some quality. algorithmic changes fairly yeah. recently on the kind of content we wanted to see. And I had to go back there in my writer's room and say, okay guys, what we've been doing for the last six months, we're doing all of it differently now. And we had to ba basically go through a bunch of retraining, and we do that right. on a constant basis. Constantly retraining, doing it. They, uh, the amount of things that it takes, and, and here's a one more point to illustrate this, is that not one person here could do it. And let me... Yeah, I can't do it all by myself. Let me, uh, let me, let me uh, tell you that you wouldn't want to pay for 
the number one people here that still couldn't do it for you. So the person you're hiring is like really low skill set for the money that you're bringing in and you would need three to four of them before you could turnkey the operation, right? right? So, and even if you had three to four of them, so let's like say, well, Nolan, I'm a big shot plumber, man. We got like 50 trucks on the road. I'm just gonna hire three or four. Well, good luck, good luck managing them. You know, yeah. good luck with that. So do you- I ha I, yeah. I'm a creative guy, that's my, that's my background and I manage a bunch of creative people. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> We're a pain in the ass. Yeah. Tell you. Well, it's no different than anyone else. I'll put it this way. So you don't know what needs to be done. One person doesn't know what needs to be done. Right. So you get several people and you still don't know what needs to be done. And explain to me how you'd manage your plumbing business if you had no idea what the plumbers were doing. You'd there go out of go. business immediately. So trying to do it in-house is, is not a good move and for some reason happens uh, all the time. Frequently. All the time. I had somebody call me the other day with seven locations with an in-house marcher with a basic um, basic template. It, it was awful. Just absolutely awful. And they had an in-house marcher. I know why they do it. You guys get frustrated from getting messed around by SEOs and then you try to do it. But it, right. it doesn't make any you, you sense. Want, you want to control it. You want it in-house. Yeah. We get it. But it doesn't. You know, you just need to fight until you find somebody to help you. There's not, not to say you can't do stuff on your own. And I'll do that too. So it isn't just self-serving stuff here that we're talking about. <laughs> um, you can do social posts. Uh, go ahead and cover some of them. You could do some videos on your end. You can definitely get reviews on your end. That's something you want to do. This was yeah. mistakes, though, but those are things you can do on your end. Yeah. Um, one trick. Yeah. I, I want to go ahead. Just, just real briefly, I want to talk about the marketing person thing. Is one of the things, and we've run into this. The, the reason it's on my mind is we've run into it a couple of times recently. Is you'll get uh, the people, especially like your very recent college grad with their shiny marketing degree. They seem like they know more than you, right? And, yeah. and, the, and they talk in a lot of for lack of a better term, fluffy terms. Yeah, they are fluffy terms. And they term. talk about some sort of pie in the sky. Uh, Social media will save you because... And you hear yeah. about a lot of things about engagement and stuff and all this other stuff you and, and, and your brand and the warmth It's almost like old school agency and, terminology yeah. with an individual that, that doesn't have the agency behind them. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, all that stuff sounds great, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter how fluffy your brand is if no one ever finds you online. They gotta find you first, and that's first, and all that other stuff. Yeah, the funnel second. The funnel doesn't matter if nothing's going in if the funnel. If the funnel's got a cap on it, <laughs> the, the funnel may as well not exist. It's like funnel sounds great, but where's the business? Yeah, yeah. but um, so that was, another thing is one trick pony deal, and it, it, mm. it basically is, if you're only doing one thing, then remember Google is looking for as many signals as possible. You, you can't go do hundreds at one time. We literally do have hundreds of things on onboarding, but on a regular basis, we're doing dozens of little things, but you, you can't internally do all this stuff, but you also don't want to just do one thing. Yeah. And so Any, anybody comes to you and says, things. Facebook will make your business. They're PPC lying. only. PPC or, only will make your business. Yeah. Twitter will make your business. Any single thing, that's yeah. a lie. Just you need you need to be working on uh, tons of things at one time. We can do eighty percent of those better than the client. Right. There are some stuff that you might be able to do better. Two of the most obvious for me is we do Facebook ad spend better than the client, right. but we don't post unique photos and videos better than the client because we're not in your office. Yeah, we're not out at your yeah. job site taking pictures of what you've just done. We can um, integrate reviews better than you. Set them up, integrate them to your website. 
and give you a dashboard and a program. But you have to be out but there. You have it. to answer the yeah. review. Right. Yeah. So those are some things that the client can do better. We can put photos up, but not the photos that you give us. In fact, someone just, I've got like seven emails to send you with photos on a new client. But, oh, cool. Yeah, but we like that. By the yeah, way. we like it when you give us photos that you've taken of your work. One out of ten new clients gives us photos. Yeah, uh, if we're lucky. If we're lucky, and uh, those and, photos and are SEO credibility. You're sick of looking at stock photography. Believe me, I'm more sick of it than you are. <laughs> I would love to have your photos. Yeah, the photos are uh, Google can tell they're custom or unique. Um, right. They give you credit for them. Clients like to see them because it draws them into the site, and all all these things are important. So. Um, so speaking of doing one thing only, like someone buys leads only. And I, I know that everybody gets tired of this too. So it's like, don't just buy leads, but why don't, why don't you just buy leads? So let's say that I've got a lead ser uh, service or something that's kind of working for me. It's usually a love-hate relationship. They hate them, <laughs> but they're addicted to the lead, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you shouldn't be doing it because of some other stuff that we're talking about, because you need to work on your brand. Why would you only build someone else's brand? So when you buy the lead from the lead source, and most of these are national names, you're buying into that brand and supporting that brand. The, and by the way, that's another thing too. It's like, well, why would, why would we care about these SEO mistakes? Because this is a perfect one to talk about it, because the lead itself is sold to multiple people or they just came to you, but they're in a shopping platform. So they're sold on the lead service, not you. Right. And if you've never had proper organic, which is 76% of search, then you've never experienced it before. I did, a, I did a whiteboard the other day. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're missing if you've yeah. never had somebody come to your own branded web presence. Yeah, right. and, and they're looking for you, not looking for a certain list. Yeah, so they're, they're buying into your brand. <laughs> they're less likely to shop. And we know this for sure because we track calls and listen to them and all that. So they're less likely to shop. They're buying into your brand. They already like you. They're not on someone else's platform. And then you're building a client. You know, you're, you're, when we talk about branding too, we're talking about branding, not from an old school marketing perspective, but from a Google perspective. So what, right. what helps branding for Google is trust, uh, code base for parceling the data better that parceling of the data, data on the uh, design is more important than you think because Google doesn't have to guess where the logo is or the address is or the body content is. It helps them compartmentalize things so they trust it better. Right. And they can tell exactly what to put into search rankings. They're obviously gonna put you higher if they can tell that. So that helps with branding. Your citations help with branding. Uh, your domain authority helps with branding. Your signals from social media and video and inbound links and regular reviews all help with your brand. And if you work on your brand, then you'll get successful and right. you'll get found And, and not, that, yeah. not that you should never buy a lead or anything, especially if you're starting out, a lead selling service can be a good thing to get you going, but you should not get locked into it. You should wean yourself off of it as quickly as you can. Yeah, or I'm, I mean, I'll say this, Jason, I don't mind, them, I don't mind people buying stuff. I don't, it just needs to go in proper order. People do it backwards, you know? Yeah, we've talked about this before. Organic's yeah. fine. And organic's, uh, I mean, organic's the best. And organic, organic should be your first Keywords, priority. mapping, yeah. reviews. And then you can move on to buying a lead or paying for ads. I, 
I do all of these except buying leads. I don't like to buy leads. We so, occasionally get people trying to sell us leads and we hang up on them. Yeah, so I, I'm testing something else right now, you know, and it's not working very well. And it just, you know, they had a big deal about it. And, uh, and, and they pulled the same stuff on me that they pull on other people. But this is why you want this organic and these avoid these SEO mistakes so that you don't have to deal with But I still test stuff all the time. There's a lot of hype around it. And this isn't relevant to these guys industry, but they did the same stuff to me. They yeah. said, uh, no one, they actually talked to someone else there. And they said, how would it, how would it be if you got like, you know, umpteen more leads per week? Would that be good? And we're like, well, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Well, <laughs> that'd be great. How, how would it feel if you got this many more sales? Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it hadn't turned out anything like they said, yeah. you know? It never does. And I think I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to be out much. I tried that. We're constantly trying stuff in here because when we find something, we turn it back around to the client and offer the service yeah. or do it for you. Everything we tell you to do, we do for ourselves. Yeah, we've done all of we it except, I don't, I don't have a problem with some of them buying. There's a lead source here and there that they like, Yeah. but it's not going to be as good as organic, Right. but it can be a part of a healthy one for you. For me, I've never found one. It's real wishy-washy weirdo stuff. And I don't like them. I don't for the same reasons you guys don't like it. They don't, they end up with the same thing. Yeah. So, but I do focus enough on organic. I do uh, AdWords. I do Facebook and all all the primary stuff. And I've got enough of that coming in that thank God I don't have to deal with those leads. Right. Um, so yeah, you don't you want to be you wouldn't you probably wouldn't buy them if you didn't have to unless you really liked your lead source that you had. And they might because the service is different. Yeah. I've I've talked it to depends. a few you I've talked to a few plumbers that that like it. That like those leads from 80% of the time, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. You, know. you got anything else to add to that? No, I'm good on the leads. All right, so SEO mistakes to avoid in 2019. I hope that made some sense. So basically do a well-concerted overall effort as high quality as possible for everything for the benefit of Google. I'll wrap up by saying this. Google being Yahoo, of course. People get on to me about that every once in a while. Google's 70 something 75 percent 78 percent it's and, a lot and they they write all the rules yes this stuff optimizes and works for bing and yahoo keep, uh, keep in mind that bing essentially google is so powerful that bing despite being a rival platform follows all of google's rules too and they're like five years behind anyway, yeah you know yeah. but so so right now understand this that wherever you exist today it's not it's not voodoo or magical or happenstance or just random Google has up rightfully who deserves to be there in the eyes of the search engine uh, and the algorithm. And you don't deserve to be there or wherever you are based on your worth and value, based upon the signals and great things or lack thereof that you do on a regular basis. Of course, Plumbing Webmasters does these things for you. And we obviously should be part of anybody's successful online campaign. Um, and we're happy to answer any questions. I hope that made some sense. And we'll see you next year for the same one and many videos in between then. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye.